This second season of the Grown Up podcast focuses on transformation and how it can allow anyone to achieve specific life and business goals through coaching. Find out how to dig deeper, think bigger, and discover new opportunities that, among other things, can change and improve life by bringing focus, motivation, and energy into your daily routine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your coaching journey, the new season of Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca, Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, coach, and mostly what I do these days is traveling the world to help individuals, entrepreneurs, business owners to grow their life and their business, to have more time and more energy while making more money. In my travel, I get to meet lots of people, business owners, or what I call business owners to be, or simply regular human beings who struggle more or less with the same topics. I get asked plenty of questions, and some of them, after a while, become a topic of an article, an ebook, or a talk. In this season of your coaching journey, I'll get to answer a question that very often is firstly asked when I meet new people. Where is all this energy coming from? Or how come you have so much energy? There is a quick answer to that, as one can tell when someone's work energizes them. And while I have been born with a fair level of energy, most of it is coming from technique and practice, like most things in life and business. As I am a coach, it's not rare to add a question to any of the questions I get asked. Like in this situation, I will ask, imagine you have all the energy you want. What will be different in your life? This is exactly how each episode will go. I will share with you some secrets and I will give a homework and let you with a question to help you reflect and move forward. While I totally enjoy this podcast, know that no books, no courses, no podcasts, name it, no matter how amazing they might be, can replace the work you do with a coach. The journey is not necessarily pleasant nor joyful every day, but it is worth it. So fasten your seatbelts, take out your notebook, disconnect your phone for the next 15 minutes or so, and come with me into your coaching journey. Hello, my dear friends, my dear listeners, and welcome back to your coaching journey. After focusing on internal alignment and the value of patience in the previous episode, today we are starting a series about internal blockers. Ready? Let's start. I am stuck. How many times have you found yourself blocked in a situation without seeing any way out? And the more you look for solutions, the more it became frustrating because no matter what you tried, it was not working. No matter how much you feel you want to grow out of that blockage, it feels like this is not for you. Nothing will ever work that you'll never get out of it. Does it ring a bell? Does it sound familiar? Well, to start with, every one of us feels this way in different moments of our lives. And it is absolutely normal to be uncomfortable, frustrated, to feel down, to feel angry, etc. when we feel stuck, when we feel we cannot grow out of that situation. 
So first, no, you are not the first person nor the only one who feels that way. It is common. Second, when we feel stuck, there are two things that may happen. The first one is it's because there is um, some work to be done, cleaning, changing, and being stuck is just the best way our body found to trigger us to do that work. Second thing is because something deeper is to be seen, approached, and dealt with for a fundamental change. In the first case, it is a sign of we need a time out. We need to rest. We need to reconsider things. And maybe, as my former boss used to say, to go slowly as we are in a hurry. In that case, feeling stuck is salvatory. The blockers are real. The obstacles are there. And all we need is to be prepared to overcome them. Like when you are, let's say, physically trapped under a big tree or a big rock and you need to accumulate all your forces to take that biggest breath ever and only after push it harder. Or like when we need to take a step back to bound further than ever before and overcome that obstacle. In the second case, is something deeper that does not longer allow us to grow. We feel stuck by imaginary or created blockages that are not real. Those blockers are those created by our own mind to keep us safe. At the top of the iceberg of those energy blockages are our own beliefs, those thoughts we decided to take as truth, as absolute truth, and then to create all the reality around it. Everyone nowadays talks about limiting beliefs. And yet, three things about it. The first one, this is only the top of the iceberg. While considering the rest of the internal blockages, we all have or experience. Second, removing them is far easier than removing the others. And I will explain later why. Now I said easier than removing other blockers, not easy to remove. And third, we lack basic knowledge of what those limiting beliefs are and how do they function. And most people are just using the term in all the sources without taking a deeper understanding of what they are. And this is where we'll spend a little bit more time on. So let's see. To start with, what are beliefs and where do they come from? Beliefs are things our mind decides to believe in. It is something for which we have no proof of existence, but we believe it is there. Some beliefs are salvatory, as mentioned above, while others prevent us from having a beautiful life experience. Believing in something is what helps us achieving that something. Someone has to believe it first in order to achieve it. Believe you can achieve things, believe that you can build, believe that it is possible, all that is liberating and growing. It is real in our head and because of that we could move forward and touch it and make it real. 
In the same time, some belief can have the contrary effect. It is not real, but it becomes our reality. There is no proof, but we choose to believe it, like an absolute truth. And that can keep us down. That virtual reality we build for ourselves, believing it is the truth, can prevent us not only from growing, but actually from living. You see, you need to imagine something before you achieve something. That imagination gives focus. And like it or not, it goes exactly the same in the opposite direction. You believing you cannot achieve something gives focus to that limitation. I'll never get married. I'll never have kids. That's what we hear from most from people desperate to have a family, isn't it? Or I will never earn money. I will never be rich. And that's what we hear a lot from people who suffer from not having enough wealth. Uh, I will never enter law school. I will never graduate. That's what we hear a lot for people who suffer from not having enough education. And we can add many similar examples. While this can be, as mentioned, just the top of the iceberg of a personal blockages, one thing is true. Whether you believe you can do it or you cannot do it, you are right. And your mind will prove you right. Which justify the value on working on our own belief system. Now, in coaching, we don't like to speak about good or bad, like good beliefs or bad beliefs. What we talk about instead is how well those beliefs are working for you. Are they serving you? Okay, go for it. Are they holding you back? Well, maybe, maybe you want to do something about it. Are those beliefs bringing a sense of joy, excitement, passion, looking forward to? I mean, when you close your eyes and believe tomorrow is here, does that resonate with you? Makes your heart sing and you are so excited you can barely sleep. You have so many ideas in your mind. You feel you have to write them down before they go away. And out of the blue, the night gone missing and you still don't feel tired. We all had those nights for many personal reasons. Some before getting married, some before a big graduation or a big project and so forth. Those beliefs are definitely working for you. Also, we may argue that it's not because something is coming with a good positive feeling that is good for us in a sense that we become addicted to that feeling. But that's for a deeper conversation. Nonetheless, true is that those beliefs activate an energy pattern in you that gives you that feeling of, I can move mountains today. Usually it's working and we love it. This puts us in a creative, unstoppable energy where everything is possible and we know we will achieve great things. Or are those beliefs coming with a sense of panic, of fear, of insecurity, of anger, that nothing will ever work, so why even bother? That makes you cry the entire night because God, the universe, etc. does not want you to have it. 
that this is not for you, that this is unfair, that you have to accept that dream will never be yours. Usually it's a feeling most people don't enjoy. And the more they believe this or that is not for them and they cannot even have it, they cannot even see it in their imagination, the more they suffer. In that sense, whatever they believe is true, become their truth, even without any proof. It is not working for them as it takes their energy away. And therefore, things no longer change. You see, those beliefs are not working for you and are probably the root of a deeper internal blockers we may develop in a future episode. Or are those beliefs coming with no feelings at all? Because it is what it is. I mean, I gave up many years ago on believing in those stupid dreams, which is probably the most difficult part. When those beliefs are so deep in you that you don't even know you have them, that is your normality. And therefore, challenging them is difficult where people will fight back to prove you wrong because they know it since forever that this is the way and there is no other way. And, or sometimes that they did try and they did suffer and finally they gave up because it's safer that way, because it does not longer create frustration, because it's easier to believe it is not possible and have a beautiful surprise at the end for God's sake than to believe it is possible and be disappointed and frustrated. I hear so many times people in that situation telling me, well, I know how to handle my today situation, but believe me, I will not be able to handle a new disappointment. And this is when those beliefs are probably an indicator for a far deeper blockage than the limiting beliefs. So now that we go around and around limiting beliefs, let's go for it, for real. What are those? Well, limiting beliefs are the beliefs you have about the world, about other people, about situation, about life in general, that hold you back from success and from getting what you want. And you notice that those limiting beliefs are not necessarily about you. These are just statements you believe are true. Let me take some example. A working mom cannot be a good mom. A black person cannot be a manager in Europe. One needs to suffer in order to grow. Money don't bring, doesn't bring happiness. Um, successful people are lucky. One has to choose between career and personal life you cannot have it all. And we all have or heard a long list of those. Now, when you believe something is not possible, what are the chances you challenge that? And most of those beliefs are coming from places we trust, like family or school or even public television. And we start to believe them as absolute truths. And it makes sense as we build ourselves as kids within those norms. Those beliefs can easily be challenged, yet from where you stand, 
you don't even realize you have them. Let me take a more practical example. You notice, for example, when parents and kids play, um, let's say, some sport together or some cars together, and sometimes or most of the time, they let the kids win. Slowly, that kid or even a little brother or sister that is only observing starts to believe that losing is bad, that will always create suffering for them. You see how it's formed? Or let me take another example. Providing you have a limited belief that you need to have money to start a successful business, what are the chances you will ever start a business when you have no money? Or even worse, you will stay in a job that you may not even enjoy that much and make some money. Yet, what effect that belief would, would that likely have on your own performance as a leader? Good. Now that you have a clear idea of these first internal blockers, or energy blockers as we're calling, well, now what? How can we move forward? Like always, here are the five steps. Step number one, make a list of your limiting beliefs. Like always, some may be more difficult to notice, and you may want to ask around people who know you, what is their view on your limiting beliefs? Take that only as an information, yet totally open-minded, because all you want is to discover them to start with. Step number two, ask yourself how true that belief is. What are the proofs that you have to make you think is true? Or even find the contrary proof, an example, when that is not true, so you can challenge naturally that beliefs. Step number three, ask yourself how well that believes is serving me. How well is working for me? What is the cost of that belief for me? Step number four, providing that is not working. What new belief can I put in place? What is a new belief that can replace that old one? and that can serve me better. I mean, why going with a horror movie? Why settling for small? Remember the example, you cannot good be a good mom um, if you have a successful career. So maybe you want to challenge that belief in, and change it into some working mom have great careers. They choose for, and they are happy with. So, why could I not be a mom who chose a career who was great for me? And finally, step number five. Practice the new belief till it's becoming a habit. You see, the previous limiting beliefs have been formed in years and years since your early age. It will not just vanish overnight. It takes a permanent awareness of how true is that in order to not longer buy into what is not working for you. Think about it with the smile and care, kindness and compassion you have for a child afraid of night monsters. And when you turn up the light, they discover with you 
that what they believe it's a huge monster is just an old coat have, hanging on the armchair. That is quite magical when you think about it, isn't it? Well, most of our own limiting beliefs are just that, an old coat forgot on the hanger in the corner of our house. Take it, clean it, and safety put it away, and it will not longer be there. It may take time and a permanent process with a professional coach to have effective permanent results. Nonetheless, I think that starting with these five steps, it's one thing, but also one important final thing. You may want to pay attention to your environment. What is that your family believes in, your, your friends, your social media you follow, etc. If you fight by yourself to change your beliefs, and yet every single day you are reminded that those limiting beliefs you had is the normality, according to your own circle, it is far more difficult to achieve that change. As we reach the end of this episode, here is your homework. Well, start by identifying one limiting belief and take the steps one to five for it. Allow yourself a proof that that process works. Find a person or a friend, you know, a person you look up for who does not buy that limiting beliefs of yours and spend more time around them. Get contaminated on their belief of things that are possible. And if possible for you, join a new group, join a new place where what you'd like to believe is actually true. So they believe in that, where the energy is the one that helps you grow instead of holding you back. And like always, I like to leave you with this final thought, especially in this new area of crisis. It only takes, it only takes one person one opportunity, one experience to prove that whatever we believed impossible is possible. And then the entire world will go for it. And you can see it in nowadays how many things we thought it's, they are impossible now are possible. Well, let me tell you this, the reverse is true as well. So why not give it a second try before you finally reach a never-to-be-challenged conclusion? Till next, be safe and enjoy. This is your coaching journey. Thank you for listening. And for more information on her business coaching, ebooks, and mastermind programs, please visit Mitra Luka dot com.